I'm going to hand this over to Brian. Uh, right. Brian's going to introduce kind of a Bible reading method and a tool that helps us engage in the scripture rhythm. And while he's talking, I'm going to pass out uh, a handout for you guys. Hey, guys. I get the chance to uh, talk to you about the kind of the practical side of this, which is uh, which just the forward there. It's real complex like that. All right. Um, this is a, a method, hopefully, that you'll, you'll see um, can be advantageous really in multiple scenarios. I'll give you my my personal testimony here in just a, a couple minutes um, and how, um, how it's impacted me. Um, but uh, part, of, part of what we want to do and the reason that we want to kind of settle on a specific method is that so we can have some consistency and some unity as a, as a church um, and as individuals as we're trying to grow in our own walk and, and our desire to disciple uh, others, whether that's in one-on-one or in small group settings, whatever it is, we want to try and develop some consistency in terms of just even how we speak about that, how do we approach it. And so this method, um, and you'll, you'll have a sheet there, it'll kind of give you some key bullet points on it, but it's, it's the, the acronym is HEAR, H-E-A-R. Um, it stands for Highlight, Examine, Apply, and Respond. And we'll kind of step through each of those um, and what that looks like. And along the way, just... Um, I'll say this, it's, this is very simple and straightforward, but if you have some questions, um, I think Tim's got the mic back there. So if you've got a question that would be um, helpful, I'm sure there's others, whether even those that aren't here tonight, um, wait for just a second, we'll get the mic to you. But if you have a question about any of the, the particular points uh, that we'll be talking about, feel free just to, to mention that so that we can get some clarity around it, um, and then we'll keep moving forward. So let me share just a little bit about um, my, my testimony, I would say, in terms of uh, a big change for me occurred. In 2006, we were, we were attending a church in the Northland, and we had a, had a chance to, to be a part of a church plant. And it was the first time, really, that even though music had been a big part of my life growing up, it was the first time we're on a week-in and week-out basis, even though it was, just, it was volunteering, uh, where I started to lead worship. But the truth is, that year was, was important in my life, more so because it was the first year that I really began to grow deep in my walk. Um, you guys know this, but I mean, there's a huge difference between going to church, right, on a consistent basis, week in, week out, or, or whatever, and really having a walk with the Lord. Um, had, a, had a buddy, or I'd have people, maybe you guys can relate to this at, at different times in your life, you know, what's God doing in your life? And um, it, it, that would, you know, it would to some extent frustrate me because I, I really didn't have a lot that I could, could talk to. It was very superficial or, you know, church stuff was good and everything. But where God really started to move in my life and where it started to change is when I got into the Word. And in 2006 was the first year that I started to read through the Bible. And I read through the Bible um, that year um, from Genesis to Revelation, and then in the years after that that I've tried to continue to do that, it's been typically more in a chronological fashion. But uh, even though, and I'm, I'm bringing this up because the, even though I, it, I didn't call it the here method and it wasn't exactly this, there was key components uh, to what we're going to talk about that were part of that for me. So I, I not only started to read and um, just had a good study Bible. If you have a good study Bible, um, you don't have to be, you know, some brilliant, you know, person that's gone to seminary or something to, to begin to really pull riches out of God's word. So I had a good study Bible, was looking at the notes. I had a journal. I started to journal um, 
journaling is is awesome, even for you guys. Uh, I know that's a journaling in general is a kind of like, uh, but it's it's awesome. It gives you an opportunity to reflect and to, and to capture your thoughts. Um, for me personally, I, I actually would kind of I would write about what took place the previous day, and and if, and then if there were some things that stood out in my study, then I would I would write that down. But it's been awesome now. I'll try and keep that in a, a year at a time. And I've been it's been up and down. I'm not it, it's not I'm not perfect with it, but it's been huge for me um, not only to be able to grab those and to to, to look back, um, but then to even there's there's times where I can share that with with maybe my kids or something where I was praying for them about something or there's something going on in their life. And it's been just a, a very, very valuable thing. So the, uh, the importance of getting into the word, guys, is so huge. Um, that's why, Tim, when we talked about this, the discipleship process, it's relationship, right? We have to be involved. We have to be investing in, in someone's life. But we want them to be in the word. And so we want them to be hungry for the word. And then if they, if they will just start that process and you help them through discipleship process, begin to start those spiritual disciplines or what I like, there's a guy named David Mathis that have a, has a book, um, encourage you, uh, it's called Habits of Grace. And I, I like that thought. It's a, it's a spiritual discipline. It's a spiritual habit. It's a habit of grace, by God's grace. And as we do those things, as we're in the word, as we journal, as we pray, we grow and he will, he will use that time, that consistency that you have in that. So um, I would encourage you in that. And the other thing that I would say as we start this um, is to just encourage you to be very intentional. And what I mean by that, so as you, as you look at this method, this here method, it's, it's incredibly simple. I mean, there's nothing, uh, there's a lot of different methods, a lot of different ways that you can approach this. Is just, this is just one of them. Um, but I would encourage you to be intentional. So for me personally, um, I didn't have, I mean, that was the first year that I started growing and I had some very good friends that were deep in their walk and all that I would get with and be encouraged by. But I didn't have somebody really uh, that specifically discipled me. Um, and then the more challenging thing was um, last year, I just, I started, God was working on me and I just started thinking, man, I don't personally have guys that I can look at and say, I've poured into them. I have guys that I would get with and you know, we have a small group and I have guys that I would get with for coffee or lunch or something and we'd be encouraging each other. But when, when we're talking about discipleship, when we're talking about these things that TA was sharing, when we're talking about pouring into someone and then having them have the ability to reproduce that, I had not done that. So I, I'm, I'm like, I started on this, this process of going, I want that to change. I want to be able to look in my own life and take the things that God's, been teaching me or encouraged me in and be able to pour that into guys and then to be able to, to tangibly say, guys, you know, whoever this is that I'm going to start this with, I want at the end of that for them to be able to do that and then for them to be able to do that. It needs to be something that's repeating, not just this, I'm going to get with guys, have a great friendship and a good encouraging relationship that always just stays there. I wanted, I wanted something that, that was repeatable and tangible, that was kingdom focused and so as I started thinking about that, I saw this method um, uh, by uh, Robbie Gallaty, Replicate Ministries. Um, and I started looking at that and I started kind of checking into that. And at the beginning of this year, I was telling Tim and the guys, I'm like, I'm just going to do that. I mean, I had a few guys that I talked to and I said, you know, in January, I don't know what this is going to look like, but I'm going to go ahead and pull the trigger and I want to start getting with these guys and we're going to start doing this. And that's what, we, that's what we did. And I can tell you that this... Um, 
this method, the HERE method, has been so valuable and has had just a lot of already, we, again, just a few months in, just some really cool things that have already come out of that. So I would encourage you to, to say, I don't think that it matters necessarily the exact, um, like we're reading, we're, we're trying to go through this specific F260 plan, which is a chronological through the year-ish time frame going through the Bible, kind of like what we did with the Bible Initiative. But you can use this really with any, any reading plan or any book. The, the key is some of these components that are part of this method is what I'm seeing that in our time together is with these guys is really having some traction and, and having some fruit. So let's take a look at it. If you have the sheet, the first, the first part is highlight. Um, very... <laughs> It's, it's very straightforward. Um, you're, you're, whatever you're, you're going through for us, we're taking and going through, again, usually a chapter or two a week as far as the reading that, that we're given. Um, what I'm encouraging these guys to do, and I do this myself, get, again, get a journal, be intentional. Okay, think again intentionally about this. So if you're doing this and if you're discipling someone, be sure that you're communicating to them these same things. Hey, we, guys, you want to have a journal, and when we go through these lessons, you, want to, you actually want to write out the H-E-A-R. You want to capture these things because, why? They're be teaching this to someone else in a year or 18 months or whatever your, whatever your time frame is, right? So for my, for my group, right out, of the, right out of the gate, I just said, you need to understand, we're going we're gonna to step through this, but immediately... And before we even actually said, okay, this is the group, I was very clear that the, the outcome was that you're going to be willing to do this. If you just want to get together and kind of have a cup of coffee or be encouraged, I still am willing to do that, but that's not what this is. So if you want to be a part of this group, this group, there's a, there's a level of commitment that means you're going to each week be willing to kind of step through this here process, go through the readings and come being ready to give some feedback, Right. And it's been, it's been awesome. So again, just a reminder, be intentional. Try and, as you're thinking through it, tell them the same things that you want them to be able to repeat and to do because you want them to be able to, to, to give this back out and continue the process. So um, highlight, you're just going to have them read through or you're going to read through. You're going to start to identify key words or themes, right? Do you see some things that are repeating um, is there a promise? These are some of the things that we've talked about here in the teaching Tim has talked about. Is there a promise to, to hold on to, to claim? Is there a command to obey? Um, I would encourage you to mark, mark up. I know some people, my mom always had a hard time getting over the, the issue of writing in her Bible. Yeah, so, but she's, she's, you know, she's starting to do that more. But I, I like, highlight the heck out of, out of things, you know. Find a method that works for you. I've got kind of a, two or three colors and, and we'll jot some things in notes and margins and so forth. And now it's becoming more electronic. I use Evernote a lot with the stuff that I do. But whatever it is, just, just be willing to be active, to be taking some notes, plugging that in because you want to be able to give this back out and you want to have something that you can reference, all right? So highlight, you're just gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna look at, you're gonna read through and I would encourage you to read through it yourself. Scripture tells us, and I say that before you look to your study Bible notes or uh, a commentary, 
Scripture says that the Holy Spirit will guide us into all truth, right? Truth is Scripture. Sanctify them with thy truth, thy word is truth. So it says the Holy Spirit will guide them, guide you, and he will. So read and ask him to, to guide you as, you as you study the word, right? So read through that and then, and then look, at some, look at the notes. Look at your study notes, whether it's a, there's some great study Bibles, um, ESV study Bible or NLT or the CSB, or the disciples, there's a, there's, a, there's a ton, and there's great commentaries, right? You can go as deep as you want, but, but start with just letting God, you know, impress on your heart what, what stands out, okay? Um, the second thing is um, examine, okay? Tim mentioned in one of, the, one of the messages when we were talking about this that the word does have something specific to say, right? It's not like, um, we've probably all been a part of a group. Well, hey, what is, what's that mean to you? Or what does that mean to you? And you're, you know, you're getting all these different opinions. And, and there's some parts of scripture that, that clearly are harder for us to, to get, our, uh, get a grasp on. And there's, there's gonna be varying opinions. But the truth is the word has, an, there's a context when one of the authors has written that. If we can understand what he was trying to communicate when he wrote that, uh, what was the situation. And again, your, your study Bible, at the beginning of, of each one of the books that you'll, you'll read, will have, they'll have a lot of this. They'll give you that background information. Um, Galatians, right? Paul is, is writing to them because they've been, they're already being uh, influenced by the, the Jews had come in and tried to impose on them circumcision needed to be a part of this. And so there was now there's works mindset. So he's very, he's very frustrated with them being influenced and starting to go down this path. So you, you want to understand what is it that is the context and understand that. So you want to examine uh, that, do some digging to understand what is, what is taking place there. Um, so, uh, and again, feel free in, in any of these to, um, to just look at these great resources that will help you step this out. I think it was Tim that said at one point, you just need to be one, you need to be one week ahead. You know, I think sometimes people that when we talk about discipleship, we feel like you've got to, again, be some, you know, scholar or something. And that's just not the case. God can use you and your experience and your heart for him and what you have learned from him. And if you're willing to just, just continue to study and to learn and to be just one step ahead, you can, you can take someone through and, and grow them and disciple them. So um, just you know, taking action and being willing to step forward in faith is, I think, very important. Um, the the third, third part of that is apply. Um, and I would say, honestly, that in our... In our time, what I've seen in the, the, the weeks that we get together is we, we, we definitely spend more time on the highlight part. And um, what I, again, what we do is we'll just each, we're, we're kind of review what are the verses that, that stood out to you? What did, God, what did God speak to you this week when you were looking at that um, as you highlighted some of the, the verses? And we'll, we'll spend some time doing that. Um, and then, then there's the, the other amount of our time is, and bulk of our time is spent around that apply part of it. How can we take what we've learned this week, um, what we've read and been challenged with and apply that to our life? Um, and so the apply part, as you see there, how does this passage um, relate to me? How does it relate to um, and change um, or impact my relationship with others? How does it impact my relationship with God? 
And what does it maybe prompt me to do? Is there something that it's prompting me to do uh, or to pray? So the apply part, again, is, is, um, is very simple, but it's very, um, it's important to not skip, not to skip these. I mean, they're, they're, each one of these components has a, as an important part as you're trying to grow and um, as you're trying to disciple. The, um, the, final, the final one here is, is respond. And that can take a few different forms. The simplest one for me and what I've encouraged the guys that I'm getting with and doing discipleship with is to really um, respond in the form of a prayer. Write out, literally write out a, a prayer of response to what you've, what you've read and what you've learned. Um, it could just simply be you're going through James, you know, Father, help, help me with, with the challenge that I have on, on, on how I speak, you know. I have a hard time controlling the things that I say, and I need your help to, 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 to get that under control. I know that it's, I have that, that tongue that's on fire, you know, that sets fire to things. And just, just be transparent, be real. Um, it, it could be also in the response that you're, you're, you're prompted to serve. And so if you're, whether it's with an individual or again, I'm getting with uh, the group that I'm getting with is it's five guys, me and four other guys. Um, and it's, it, it's, it's, been, it's been awesome. But we've been, we're trying to think <clears throat> even now is what, what are some things that we can do? There's been some things we've gone through on serving, um, been prompted to serve. So trying to figure out what is it that we can practically do where we can go ahead and, and go out and serve um, someplace. Just be Christ, um, Christ-like in, in some way and in, in some serving capacity. So be practical, um, take action, be intentional, um, but, I, but I think that these, these, this here method um, can, be a, um, can really be a game changer, honestly. It's been, it has been for me. Again, it wasn't this exact, exact method, but being, just being intentional about trying to, to have that, that spiritual discipline or that habit of grace has been a huge, huge change for me in my life. And um, it's, I mean... When I lead worship, I, you know, you can just, you, you look out and I can just, I want people to get that, you know, to, to, to catch that, that fire and that desire for the word and for the Lord. And, and you can tell when it's happening. I mean, you can tell and you can see that in people's lives and um, you, you want that for others. So um, does this make sense? Is there any questions that you guys have? Uh, anything practically um, that you, you have a question on as it relates to kind of the the here method or the, I didn't change the slides at all. So, oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> any questions, guys? Pretty simple and straightforward, but very effective. Yeah. Thank you. Is uh, this handout on the LCF website anywhere? We yeah, can? great, great. Segway, man, and Corey, he's the guy that's making it all happen there. Uh, so it is. Um, on the discipleship page that's being built out is not only um, this, this resource, but really a lot of others as well. So I would encourage you to, to go out, take a look at that. I'm sure there'll be a, it's going to be a continuing and an ongoing um, evolving page, but there'll be some things that will help, help you in that um, as, you, as you step this out. So that, that method is out there. Um, 
and again, it, it, it doesn't have to be a perfect process, but I would, I would definitely encourage you to, to, to do something tangible as it relates to capturing these things. So if it's grabbing, having a specific uh, journal that you use, that you're going to then use when you are discipling or your person's going to disciple, uh, or if it's on your computer or something, do, do something, though, that, that is actually captured so that you can look back and reflect on that. So um, on the, like the prayer of response, when, we, when we're doing that in my group, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, you know, read what you know, have or whatnot, because if you're just kind of doing it on the fly, you know, then that's fine that you're praying, but you're not, you don't have something that you can share with someone else on what that looked like for you, you know? So, so really, literally, you know, write it out or type it out or something. It's good. These are at org slash discipleship. So you can just type that in or it's on the main banner either way. Anything else? Libby. No fair, I already know that you know all the answers, Libby, so. No. <laughs> no, but just one thing is in the journaling, not only does it help you when you like are helping somebody else, but it also helps you remember what is it that God has been sharing with me. And you can go back and look at your life and it's so encouraging to see, hmm. hey, I was struggling with this, or he shared this, or I prayed this, and then see, you know, a week later or two months later or whatever, look what God has done, and it brings him honor. So. Amen, yeah. Part of, I think part of the here method is, is a, honestly, it's a forcing habit. I mean, it's a, it, when, you, when you have that at the beginning of each day when you start to do your study and you've got, you know, each one of those things written out, and then you're starting to, it, it just, it develops a, a pattern that makes it easier for you to step that out, and to, um, it kind of forces, forces you to, to, to go down that, that's, that path, and that step, so that you've, that you've got those things captured, so um, it's a, it's a great, it's a great tool, again, it's not perfect, there's, there's other things you could, other things you could do, this is just what we settled in on that, that made sense, and I think will have good application, yeah. I'm not sure if you uh, answered this, but how often did you, are you getting together with your group? Do you do it once a week and then you uh, Yeah, that's a great together? question. Um, so I'll tell you how, what we're doing. And again, I, I think there's, there's varying ways you could, you could approach this. But so for uh, me, our group gets together once a week. And so the responsibility is the way that the plan and the discipling kind of method that F260 is, is out of the week, there's five days out of seven that there are readings. It's, um, and then once a week, you're supposed to get together for about an hour to an hour and a half to just kind of reflect and, and uh, step through the different things. Um, and I would say, in, again, it's, it's going to vary, but the truth is, and I communicated this to my group when we got together on the front end to say this is realistically what you're probably looking at as a commitment in terms of timing. But you're, yeah, you could probably rip through some stuff in maybe 15, you can read through the Bible in 15 minutes a day, right? You can't, I mean, if you, 15 minutes a day over the course of the year, you can read through the entire Bible. People are like, what? You can. But that's different than what we're, t we're talking about here. So I realistically say that you're, you're going to have about 30 minutes, 30 to you know, 40 minutes a day um, of, of time that you're going to read, reflect, kind of write, write down that stuff. So, um, and I think that's a reasonable time. It's a reasonable time.
of that week you just go over everything that you decided that you're going to discuss yeah. together as a group? Yes and no. So it's not everything. So that's why um, you don't, it, it would take too long if you're trying to capture every single thing. So the thought that I have when I get with my group is what, is it, what are the core things that really stood out to you this week? Um, are the, you know, you're welcome to take a look at this Bible if, if, uh, if you want. But this Disciples Bible at the beginning of, uh, of the Bible, it actually has the plan. Like So each week, 52 weeks, it's got the specific chapters that you're going you're gonna to read through that particular week the day. That's part of what I like about it is it is, is and from a, a repeatable process, when we get done, if they want to step this out, they're not trying, they don't have to figure it out. I mean, it's, it's, it's there. And so again, this isn't the only, only thing. There's different ways you can step this out. But I like that component of this is because I think my guys, when we get done, they'll specifically be able to take that plan and begin to do it with with somebody else. It's already in there. They're not having to. You're not having to come up with the plan. The plan is the word. I mean, it's that simple. But um, we're your question of are we going through all of it? Not all of it. We're we're just we're kind of stepping each week. Hey, this was the you know day one was you know we were in James chapter one. What stood out to you guys? Um, and we'll talk about those few verses. There's some there's some chapters and some days where it's you know you can spend a lot of time. And there's some where like. Yeah, I didn't have you know I didn't have a whole lot out of that particular chapter, and so you go to the you go to the next one. So you're just basically, you're learning how to learn the word of God and teaching somebody else how to yes how to learn the word of how God, to study yeah study the word of God yeah okay. how to study how to apply and how to respond. That's where that here thing is, and and it's so it's not only that it I think it impacts you in your own walk, but then it's it's teaching and getting that rhythm into their life as well. Yeah. I think, I think what's important, whether it's that here method, um, which is wonderful, and we, we took the questions from the scripture rhythm that we talked about at our last meeting and embedded them inside that rhythm. You'll see that on your sheet. Um, what's important is that what you do with the person that you're discipling, they can replicate with someone else. Right. And so a consistency in the way that you interact and a consistency in the way that you help them understand how to study scripture, if you're doing that regularly and then you encourage them to go out and disciple someone else, they're not thinking to themselves, I need to like come up with a way to do this because they've seen you model that for however long you've been meeting together and they can turn around and do that themselves. That, that idea of beginning with the end in mind means that the way you interact with the person that you're discipling is something they can reproduce with those that they would disciple. That's, that's what's nice about the here method is that it's something that someone else could turn around and say, oh, we just did this highlight, examine, apply, respond, and we worked through these questions, and I could do that with somebody else. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what really is the important piece. You might, giving everybody a paintbrush, like T.A. said, paint the house however you want. You might come up with a different phraseology for the way that you, you list out those different things. You might come up with some different questions, but you do something consistently so that the person that you're discipling could pass it on to someone else. That's what the consistency of that is what really, really matters. I agree. Yeah. Good questions. All right. Thanks guys. TA.